Welcome to the Spirituality Out Loud podcast, where you'll hear real-life stories of people's unique spiritual journeys in their own words from their own viewpoints. Hosted by Leslie Seidel, relationship expert and spiritual mentor, who specializes in working with people on their relationships, from their romantic life to their work life and just plain life. Here's Leslie. Hi, everyone. It's Leslie Seidel here, and I am so excited about this week's guest. Last week, you guys got the opportunity to hear Mary O'Brien, and this week, we get to hear from her husband, Gary O'Brien. Together, they channel energies um, that are named Zar, and I personally have had the honor and the privilege of having them channel one-on-one for me, and it is it was an amazing experience, I've got to say. It, it, um, it was at a time when I was having a really hard time with something, and it opened up a whole new way and a whole new perspective for me. So one of the things I love about Gary, uh, other than his channeling abilities, is his humor and his honesty and his ability to show up to life. So the thing that's really interesting for me about this podcast and his path is that he had zero interest in a spiritual path growing up and when he was younger. And to get from a place of no interest in this work, no belief in this work, to um, making his life work, channeling the energies of Czar, it's astounding. It's astounding. So if you want to learn about channeling itself, please go to coachlesley.com forward slash podcast. You will be able to there see the liner notes for this episode and get to, you can see the website and it's the path of czar, D-Z-A-R.com and learn more about Gary and Mary. But right now, let's just get to it. And here's Gary. Hi, Gary. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Hi, Leslie. Fantastic. Thank you for asking me along. I'm pretty excited about doing this with you. Yeah, I am so excited to hear your path and your journey and your story. I have gotten the honor and the privilege of working with you and Mary and Zar. And so to hear your own personal journey, since I know kind of where you are today, it's really interesting to listen to what the trajectory would be, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was actually really interesting recalling that recalling that little bio that i that i sent it was really interesting attempting to remember all that because it does feel so long ago now so yeah pretty pretty (laughs) pretty pretty interesting thing you know you do get asked a little bit about your past but generally not much and and as you know i disappear for most of the time when zars in so they don't need to ask them about their past, you know, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so we start at the beginning, okay. which is, were you raised with a religion? Did you have a feeling or an experience of a spiritual life? Like, what do you remember growing up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it's like a letterman or something, isn't it? it oh, yeah, it, very professional. Yeah, totally. Well, um, no, you know, uh, I we had no uh, real religion uh, in Australia. Uh, we were once. My dad sent me to. I think I was seven or eight. Sent me to Church of England um, 
church on a Sunday. He never came. Family never went. Just sent me in by myself. And I got into a little bit of trouble on the very first day and the priest told me to leave. So I never went back again. <laughs> well, okay, I love this. A, was it a punishment? Was there a particular reason that you were sent there? Uh, no, no, I'm not sure. I don't know. I never really asked. You know, you never really got to ask those sorts of questions in my family. But uh, you, I went and then uh, got sent home and then had to walk home because, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> It was <laughs> Wait, what did you do? They got you kicked out. Do you remember? Um, well, <laughs> are you going to own up to it? Oh, yeah. Look, I was probably a little bit naughty and probably wrestled a little bit with another boy there. Oh, okay. Uh, who may have been a bit cheeky to me. So yeah. you got in a fight or were you just bored and like... Playing no, probably, yeah, it was, it was more a bit of a fight uh, that I oh. got into. Hmm. Interesting. But it was, yeah, it was a bit of a, it was sort of like, that was my childhood anyway, so it was. You it was fought not, a lot. Yeah, look, it was a fairly, uh, it was a pretty full-on childhood uh, in lots of ways. So there was a lot of anger and a lot of protection that that I yeah, you know it, it's that it's the funny thing. Like it's 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 like as I was saying uh, in that little bio with you, it's like trying to recall sort of an amnesia or an amnesic pattern or something from my mm. childhood. Because all I can really remember now are tiny little snippets, like an odd picture here and an odd picture there, and there's nothing else so it's it feels like a lot of the time i'm recalling someone else's past although i have a memory of it but it's just so i almost feel like i'm sort of lying because i can't it's not a relatable experience to me anymore so is it that the experience growing up was really hard and therefore you kind of disassociated or blocked it out or was it because you now have done so much other work that it feels like it was a different person doing that exactly exactly look you know that's a great question because one of the things czar the the energy that i channel talks about is living without a past mm. and i suppose over the last 10 years so much of the the homework that they have given us, Mary and I, mm -hmm. has been about really in order to connect to that wholeness has been releasing myself from what I thought was. Mm. And so, and, and they've done it in such easy ways, you know. It hasn't been painful. It hasn't been teary. It's just been through the different processes. I, I, I just... It's, it's, yeah, I just have a difficulty remembering it clearly, you know, it was abusive and it was this and it was that. And I used to use that in my past as, a, as, as something that defined me, mm. but I can't, it's just, well, yeah, I can't anymore. <laughs> That's interesting. I can't anymore because it's just, it's just not me. It's like that was happened to someone else. And I, 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 it's not that I'm blocking it out. 
mm-hmm. or or not wanting to deal with it anymore. I still, you know, talk to everybody. It's just not me. Yeah, it's no longer has. So what I hear you saying is it no longer has the emotional trigger and the emotional effect that it had during the time that it occurred. Oh, completely, completely, hundred percent. Do you remember having? So you went to the Church of England. So there's a difference, right, between spiritual life and and religion. Did oh, you yeah. have any interest in the spiritual life, or was it just you getting through your day? It was not one little bit. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair like, enough. You know, Leslie. Oh my goodness. I I often think, why me? Because Mary was into the spiritual books, and she was she was into all that woo woo stuff, as I used to think, the spooky stuff, as I'd call it. And I was very maybe blokey as we call it in Australia, you know, quite man-like, focused, left-brain type of thinking. Mm. And so to me, that side of things, you know, when I first saw Esther and Jerry, um, I'm thinking, come on, you guys are making that up. You know, it just didn't relate at all. And Did you so, see it live? No, just on a video. Okay. No, okay. I would never have paid to see them live. <laughs> so now I have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I think you guys should have a little club. The, the interesting thing about so we're getting so some people don't know who you are. So we're gonna we're gonna so oh, okay. here you are. You're a bloke. You've had what you said is slightly abusive kind of a just to you know you were getting through your day growing up, yeah. and then what happened was this because um, you started to do some work. Mm. And was it motivated from Mary? Mary? Like, was it that you'd met this woman, you're in love with this woman, so you're like, all right, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do this weird stuff she's asking me to do? Like, how did, how did that, how did you go, right? What was the starting yeah. point of that? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, look, uh, no, it wasn't actually, uh, okay, so, you know, I think it's really weird and interesting how spirit connects. Amen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there were some really amazing things, actually. Mm. So my daughter, who is now, uh, what is she, 28 or 29, when she was one and a half, we, um, we flew to Queensland, this uh, other state, and we had a little weekend, just her and I. There was this lady there who very so, – so this is – yeah, 20, 27 years ago, gave me a, a healing. Now, I'd never had a healing before. And so she gave me this healing and she Wait said... Wait a minute. Well, you were walking down the street and she gives you a healing? Like, where? how did this occur? Oh, yeah, you make a valid point. Okay. <laughs> so, so we were staying with these people. We were staying with these people and a friend of theirs was there and she was giving everyone healings and she okay. looked at me. Yeah, good point. She looked at me and she said, wow. You really see some people want to talk to you. You really need to come and listen. And I said, right, okay. So <laughs> I did. And they said they're really tired of waiting. They're sitting here like it's like breaking rocks waiting for you. And I just said, well, they can keep breaking rocks because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you know, 27 years went past pretty much. No, I did. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of time went by. 
And I, I sort of, I, I, I think the thing that really connected me to this other possibility of things was I did a, I did a process in Florida, uh, which was uh, Avatar. Uh, it was called Avatar and uh, it was a really interesting sort of process. And one of the processes they did, this was on a 14-day sort of retreat, was that um, you would basically call in some other energy, which at that time, which was the weirdest thing, possessed this person who wasn't possessed at the beginning of this thing, possessed them. They started talking as them. Mm-hmm. It was really quite spooky. We had to call one of the people over because it had really come in. And so that was my first introduction, which was quite scary. And I thought, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> but you had went to this 14-day retreat to do this or to do no, something else? No, it was, it was a tiny little part of it. Um, but the 14-day retreat was mainly about self-awareness and, and, and that sort of thing. So it was, it was just a, another little aspect, I think, of our possibility a little opening so you so you met a woman and she said i want to do a healing and she came forward and says look people are wanting to talk to you and you're like whatever okay yeah and, and then, then you fast then forward go ahead yeah fast forward probably 15 years or so nothing it was just not on my radar yeah. Leslie. and then 15 years then uh, then was avatars which was sort of mid 90s late 90s then nothing after that that was a bit spooky then i did a thing called psych k psychological kinesiology mm-hmm. which was re- i absolutely loved that that was sort of a real mixture of i think left and right brain and with a bit of a sprinkling of spiritual sort of esoteric type work and and i really loved rob williams the creator of it really lovely guy and there were some things that happened in there that really started to get me thinking, wow, what is happening, you know, as in regards to, um, we, you do a thing called surrogation and basically where I could, through this protocol, be Leslie. Right? Be me. Be you. Yeah. So you can muscle test it to say, uh, I could say, I am Leslie, you know, strong and I'd be strong and, and, you know, I am female, I'll be strong. The whole thing is pretty extraordinary. And so during the processes, we could actually become, so you would do surrogation in order to be a, a part for someone else. So I might be someone's mother or father or that they needed to talk to. And I would just completely go into that role. And people would say my face would change and I would take on their personality and all sorts of things. It was weird. But I knew I'd always come out. That was never an issue for me. So you had an affinity to it more than other people? I think so. I think it just was there. I don't know where it came from. I didn't nurture it uh, or, or go seeking it mm-hmm. um, until when Zah happened just on 10 years ago now. Then that just totally turn my world upside down all right and, so we gotta we gotta slow down so okay, we do yeah i know we do, I we do got we got it so okay so you're kind of a bloke you're kind of a guy you're doing your thing you start to get little whispers or big whispers of like hey something else is going on mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. still like whatever but going about your day hey that's a little odd but going about your day 
And then you started doing, so what got you into Psyche? Well, that was the Mary factor. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think a lot of guys, uh, if they're really quite wise, they will follow the direction of their partner. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got, I got this points for Gary. <laughs> yeah, I got this recorded. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we did, uh, we did. Uh, I watched. I, we did Psyche together, Mary and I. She found it, of course, and and she found Avatar. She found a lot of the things, and and then, of course, you know, we get to travel, so I wanted to go, mm-hmm. and might as well do the course while I'm there. And it, it was really interesting. I really started to enjoy it. And, and Psyche was something where I thought, okay, I also want to learn how to teach this. But it was Mary who began that journey for me. So she's the instigator, but you're interested, you're in, you're doing work. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. I was never, I've never been um, resistant to my own personal work. Mm. Um, I probably started that when I was early Oh, late 20s, maybe 30, uh, you know, went to a psychologist just to then uncover a lot of what I had been repressing as my past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, that I do remember still. That was, that was very traumatic and I hid under a chair, mm. uh, cowering, bawling my eyes out at that stage. So I, like that I can remember. And that was all about childhood and that sort of stuff, you know. So this is more, was this more about personal growth and spiritual growth just happened to be there or was that a desire, a spiritual connection desired? No, I didn't, I didn't think of a spiritual connection at all. Mm. Uh, It was more personal growth. It was more just, I think, you know, Leslie, I've always been really curious. And so so here's, you know, if, if, we, if we want to really go back to the beginning of where, like, I never had a really great education. I dropped out of school pretty much as soon as I could. I then, I was always very sporty, sort of active guy once I left school. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't really like school. Um, and, I, and, I, and I used to go spearfishing even though I couldn't swim. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know why, but, you know, sort of weird thing. Yeah. Um, but when I put a snorkel on and a mask on, I could, I, could, uh, I could go for a swim. No problem. And so then I thought, well, I might as well learn scuba diving. And I loved scuba diving. And then once I learned that, then I became an instructor. And I just had this affinity to alleviate fear in people without any problem at all i never had any sort thought that i could teach or that i would possibly be any use to anyone really that was my mindset back sort of you know 18 19 20 Mm. but when the scuba diving came i recognized how i could work with people and how people were really i just connected with people and so that really was the catalyst for me that that funny i love the ocean i always have and that sense of I can swim without ever having learned how to swim. Now, of course, I swim. And, and scuba diving then taught me how to teach. And then from scuba diving, I went and learned NLP, neuro-linguistic mm-hmm. programming, and that gave me a real left brain swing and hit, you know, like 
goodness, is there anything more left brain than NLP? Uh, so I was just totally focused on that. But, you know, the curious thing there was is that it felt like where's the, where's the heart? Where's, mm. where's, where's the real sense of self? This is all you're thinking. Well, that got me in trouble in the first place. Mm. Where's the heart? And so I think that that's why in so many ways, and I met Mary and, you know, we went off, potentially looking really for more of a connection to mind and heart yeah and that that has led us upon this journey and now it's it's just totally heart space compassionate and so much easier oh, <laughs> yeah um okay so yeah it makes it, i mean it's really sweet that like you're all left brain and then you fall in love with mary yeah yeah that was right? pretty cool Mm -hmm. And then you have this, this hard thing. And then, okay. So I know a little bit of the story. So, but we're going to say it right. So yeah, yeah. you're now doing, was it Psy K that did the automatic writing? No, that was, um, oh, that was these couple that we met at a marketing event. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. tell the story, you tell the story. You're now teaching Psy K, right? You and Mary. That's fine. We were yeah. teaching Psyche and Mary went along, which I didn't go along to initially. To, there, was, there were two meetings. It was a marketing meeting at a hotel nearby. And these people had come down from interstate were talking about their stuff. Oh, and, and in this big crowd, and then I said, oh, okay, I'll come to the second event, second evening. And so there were all these people around and these two young couple we just levitated toward each other and started talking about sort of the woo-woo side of life. Mm. And they said, we want to invite you up to our place in Queensland and, you know, maybe you can teach us Psyche and we can teach you what we do, which is sort of Reiki um, with a little bit of a twist and a tweak. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what Reiki was. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. You know, okay. that's, come on, that's too far out there. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> oh, yeah, God forbid. Yeah, oh, spooky people, those. So, yeah, we went up there. They started teaching us this uh, Reiki thing. That's when they taught, that's where the, the, the writing came in. Mary was getting pages and pages and pages of writing. I got six words, we're not pink, we're blue. Life-changing so, stuff. So what you're saying, right, like <laughs> teachings for the decades. Um, what you're yeah. saying, though, is you, the, 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 the automatic writing was you were connecting to explain exactly what the writing was. Well, I think. Or supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I think the writing was connecting to that aspect of your higher self mm -hmm. where you could then, without using your thinking, you could then just write almost um yeah di directly channeling mm -hmm. which i think really is what it is you're, you're channeling the energy from your higher self and you're just putting it down on paper without thinking and and correcting and all the other things and and what i had to do was i had to close my eyes but then i had to well habitually open my eyes to write you know you never close your eyes and write that's crazy <laughs> that to be neat. So I would open my eyes and then I cut off the feed and and I, I had no idea. So Mary just got really frustrated and said, 
all right, just sit there. Because I kept disturbing her, saying, what am I going to do? She's the oracle. <laughs> so you, you did feel a connection to your higher self. There may have been something there. I, I don't know. I think they were still breaking rocks, you know. They were a bit frustrated, I think, with me. I, I, there was a little bit of, it was a real drip feed. It was like you'd, you'd kick the hose, you know, and there's a little few drips coming in. All the water's back and in the back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was me. I just got drip, drip. <laughs> there's something there. There's pressure. But yeah. it's kinked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're frustrated. You're bugging your wife. <laughs> yeah. What happens it's, next? Then she says, all right, just so I can have some peace, will you please, you just sit there quietly close your eyes and just say whatever happens and I'll write it down for you uh-huh I said okay so this was 10 years ago now and this was the very first time that Zah came in and so I sat there closed my eyes and left the building that was it and it lasted for an hour it felt like two minutes uh the there were dried tears on my face. Uh, I don't remember the, t the crying, but then when I came back and I'm thinking, what's, you know, it's sort of like you've spilled ice cream down you or something. It's a weird thing. Uh, I'm not a big crier, although that's changed as well since doing this sort of czar work. <laughs> not the czar is a crying sort of thing, but it's, it's a compassionate sort of energy. Uh, so... Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, when I came back after an hour, I looked at Mary's face and she was like, wow, what just happened? It felt like two minutes for me. It always feels like a really short time. So that was your first time channeling. Mm -hmm. You now yep. know that it's channeling Czar, an mm -hmm. entity that calls itself Czar. That's right. Yep. Or a group of entities. It's a group, yeah. It's a group. They had to give some sort of a word and... And, and so, and ancient Hebrew or Aramaic, depends who you talk to, um, means helper. Um, it's, it's, and it's quite specific, the letters in, in the runes, in, yeah, ancient Hebrew um, alphabet. It's really fascinating, the, the letters that make up Zah. I never did ancient Hebrew in school. You know, <laughs> it wasn't required it wasn't required no not not at the primary school i went <laughs> to you know? and it, it it was uh yeah it, it wasn't required so <laughs> and it was in a workshop in france uh that we were doing with uh that this lady taught the kabbalah and she said oh wow do you know about this word and i said and we said no not really and she got out all her cards and info and so on and she said you know the d the z and the r they're like such primary keys um in the alphabet in their meaning um i can't remember exactly what they all are now but z is zion and and of course the hebraic alphabet has a lot of meaning just per one letter so it's like a whole whole discussion just by one letter so it's fascinating absolutely fascinating now you channel, I mean, this is your primary work. This is all we do. Yeah. yeah. And now you channel an energy group of energy called Czar. Can you tell me, I mean, 
there's two questions, right? Yeah. Um, one, which is, what is that? Like, how do you even describe that? Right? Like I've been attempting to describe it to people. So, uh, I had the honor and privilege of sitting with Zar and sitting with you and Mary when you channeled for us, my husband and I, and it just, you know, the, the experience I had was, I mean, here's the deal. You could think it's total BS and that you guys are lying, which is fine. You can have that experience if you want. My, my felt experience was it altered my thought and, and my feelings. So Mm. if you're lying, then great. You're really good at it. And it was awesome. (laughs) Right? Like, I don't really care. I don't care about the effect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, so I'm kind of curious, like, so I tried to describe it, right. But human words are really hard. And so I have it as these like levels. So let's hear your description of what Zara is. Wow. What Zara is. (laughs) Okay. It's a really, so this is going back i'm going to start with this little story and this is going back pretty much to the very beginning so i think it was maybe about a year afterwards and i asked czar because i could feel them you know i could feel their energy and it was always (laughs) well actually okay i need another little step back i I hope you don't mind take the time i'm dying (laughs) Okay, so when Zar first came in, it was a little bit spooky for me because, you know, to lose awareness for an hour, it is like it is like an amnesia because I don't remember what happens. I have no idea what they said to you. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and so I spent a lot of my life in that twilight zone of not remembering what people say to me uh, when I'm in that energy of Zar. Or if Mary asked me to do something that I forgot to do, I'll just say, must have been Zaya. No, no, get out of jail free. She knows yeah, that. Take out the garbage, what? <laughs> have I missed those bins? So, you know, like that. So what happened was, so when, when Mary said, come on, let's connect to Zara again because I want to ask them more questions, I said, well i got to mow the lawn. I'm a bit busy. i got to, you know, build a, an extension on the house. Even though I had to find something to do, Leslie, because yeah. I didn't want to do that again. Yeah. This is a bit spooky. Then eventually, you know, she wore me down. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was going to win. Yeah. I just had, had to know that she was going to win. And so I said, yes, dear, okay, let's go. And so we did. And so more and more and more, I got used to just getting out of the way. I thought there had to be lots of ways in which I did it. Mm. Had to this way, think that way, breathe that way. Anyway, one day, they asked, I asked them, can you just give me a little bit of a feeling of who you are, of what you are? I only ever asked that once. And so (laughs) they said to Mary, they said, okay, so don't worry about what's going to happen next. <laughs> it sounds a bit, yeah, I know. It sounds a bit weird. Don't worry about what's going to happen next. He'll be okay. We're just going to feed him a little bit of us. It, it hangs around, doesn't it? And, uh, and they did. They, they fed me that expression of their compassion, which was so strong. I, I 
fell onto the floor in a fetal position, crying uncontrollably. And then, and then they stopped. They just, it, they turned the switch off and it was, it was like that. And the crying stopped. I can't really describe how that emotion could stop because I was, it was uncontrollable. I wasn't sad. I, it was the most extraordinarily happy experience, which is so weird to even try to describe because I was just crying uncontrollably, but it was joyous. It was like an expression of freedom. And then they just stopped it like that. And, and then I went, okay, thanks. I got it now. Never asked again. Uh, and so you get waves of it and sometimes they'll feed that to a group. They'll just in a word and a way they'll say something and the whole group just starts to cry because it just goes. And that's, that's their energy. That's who they are. They're an expression of compassion, of creation. Their, their primary focus is to feed that knowing back to you so you remember. And it is, it's, you know, it's still in there. It's just, it's just a part of who they are. And it's, 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 a, it's a peaceful, calming, beautiful space. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I can feel it. I can feel it. That's the thing that's really interesting, right? Like, you guys are, you guys are in Australia, and so you're not very close. And, <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, and, and it didn't matter that we were doing this over... No. you know, over internet. And it doesn't matter that I'm doing this right now. I could feel when you dropped into it, right? I could feel it. Mm. So what is it like to be you, right? Like, so, <laughs> right? It's a really interesting thing. So yeah. you, there's like, I'm very, I like to think. I like to know. I like to think. I want to think. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I got talked to several times. Oh, dear <laughs> young ones, stop it. Um, and... <laughs> Oh yeah. And uh, so you, so what do you do? Like if you have a question for them, you give that question to Mary and then you go away yeah. and you, you, A, you have an experience or B, you, you watch a videotape of it. I mean, what is it like to watch a videotape of yourself channeling something that you don't remember? That is also pretty weird because I, so two things happen. So when I, when I listen, listen back to the audio of whatever we've done, I often will listen back and I'll say, oh, man, that's really good. You know, I will. That <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. I thought, wow, I wish I could remember that, you know, and, and when I'm talking to people, mm -hmm. a little bit frustrating. But looking at the video of it, it's, I'm not, yeah, that's also a bit quite weird because it's, it's me, but it's not me. You know, it's, it's, I can see my face, but even my face doesn't really look like me. Mm -hmm. uh, and it sort of gets all scrunchy and all funny like that, which is just the energy moving through it. I, you know, I can't do much with that. Some, I think, you know, I might, see, I'll say I might try, but you know, you know, I, I, I'm not there, so I don't have control of my face. Yeah. Um, but uh, when, when, when Zah gives us, yeah, if I have a question and Zah gives us homework to do, <laughs> which they do, 
I think two, again, two things happen here is that through the conversation, which is a lot like you have experienced just through the conversation with Zah. So even though the conversation is coming through me, that I'm getting that same sort of feeling that you felt is happening through me. So when they're answering my question, they're also changing my frequency. So sometimes I must say, I get the, the, the bonus round because I don't even have to do anything and the change has already happened. Yeah. Um, so I don't even have to do the homework. <laughs> well, even the homework feels sometimes a little bit like busy work, right? I don't know if that's true, right? Because like there's a piece of me that's like, oh, I just listen. And I, I mean, I put on, I put on czar and then do the dishes and, and I put on, like I'm doing, you guys have a soul communication course that I'm doing and, and, right. and I read this thing and I was like, wait, did I do that? Because I'm not paying a lot of attention to it, honestly. No, I'm not no. studying in this like really mindful, like really present way. I've been yeah. playing it. I've been playing it with my child around to see how he reacts to it. And, cool. and, and I kind of like, it feels like cheating, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't have yeah. to work. I just have to hang out and yeah. listen, kind of yeah. listen, right? There is an activity to it. It's interesting. You're now a new person, like, right? Like, so here's my other, here's my last thing. Well, last, if we'll see. I have this fantasy yeah, yeah. that if I am you, right, if I learn to channel whatever it is that wants to channel, that then yeah. magically all will be fine and all of the pieces will flow perfectly and I will really? no longer get frustrated when yeah. my husband doesn't do what I want him to do or whatever, whatever. <laughs> Traffic will no longer bother me. I will float effortlessly through my life. Is that your experience? <laughs> I still swear sometimes, Leslie. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm Man, sorry. No, it, it's, you know, you're still going to cut water and chop wood, I'm afraid, it's, yeah. uh, and, and, until you don't. And it's, you know, though, a part of what you're saying is true. So life has changed exponentially for who I used to think I was. Mm. And so um, if, say, say in, for instance, traffic, right? I mean, we're out in the sticks, out in the bush here, so there's not a lot of traffic. But when I drive into town, it's about 25 minutes to get into town, uh, and there's nothing else there along the way, I'm just pretty happy cruising around, looking at the view and mountains and whatever is there. If I'm a bit agitated for whatever reason that day, what I'll notice is a car will come and sit right up the back of me. And in the past, like, you know, that was not a good thing for the other driver to do. That was a long time ago then. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I realise is, as I would say, energy reflecting energy, young one. And so I go, okay, so what's going on with me? I realise I put some, you know, dun, 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 music on, you know, and I was saying, that is just so silly. And I look behind, so I just let the person go past. And I go, ah, oh, okay, I'm back to me again. It's just, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of what they talk about is about not becoming the experience. So I could get really agitated about the guy behind me but really, that's becoming the experience. 
it's just the way that energy is showing you something about you in this moment. So then, so now I can look at it and go, ah, oh, okay, that's not good. He's back. He goes around, drives at 100 miles an hour, and then I can just cruise back into Lismore again. So I, I, I keep looking for, I suppose you could say, signs that nature, the universe, the earth, whatever you want to describe it as, will send me that I can just keep changing and adapting me until I become just more peaceful again. And it's not always like that. You know, sometimes there is, there's, sure, there's frustrations, but the way I deal with the frustrations gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And it doesn't, it just doesn't hang around. So it has made my life a lot easier. And I just see more around me now than I ever did before. So, I mean, so even though you're channeling, right, even though you have the direct connection, unquote, you're still doing the work because that sounds a lot like the work, right? Like that's my work and my avenues to that work change, right? But that's the work, right? How do I remember, remember hearts, remember people, remember that this is a bigger thing and not get caught up and what she said or he said or this world, right? Like it's really easy mm. to get caught up on, we need more money, we need more thing. What about my son? Blah, blah, blah. Like, right? Mm. Mm. How dare you treat me that way, whatever. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And the only thing that changes that is your knowing of self. Mm. And so what I've done, Leslie, I suppose, over the, well, we've probably all done it ever since we were born. We keep changing who we think we are. And so I've kept changing my identity <clears throat> to the point where, so Zah said this the other day, what they say? Um, you keep getting rid of more of you. What was it? You keep getting rid of more of you so that, this is a tricky thing when you don't remember things, <laughs> as if, you know, they so say you it. You become more you. Well, yeah, there's, there's less of you, there's less of you here. So more of you can show up. Mm, yeah. You know? And so there is less of that thinking and that anger and that frustration and that I need this, I need that. And so what happens is more of me energetically shows up, which is more peaceful. And so you can do, you don't need all the stuff because that's the identity and when, you, when, when I have allowed myself just to relax into this space, life becomes more peaceful. Yeah, I work, you know, I work with women who are looking for a relationship and, you know, it's the wounded healer, right? So this was my work, deep work. I was trying to find relationship and allowing someone to love me. And, and, um, yeah. and the thing that's really interesting is someone said something to me recently. They were like, how does someone pin you down or something? whatever. And, and I was trying to talk about like this relationship I have with my husband. It's so deep yeah. and rich and, and that this, his love for me, his yeah. total and complete acceptance of me, this commitment that we have to each other actually allows me to be way freer, way yeah. bigger, and actually kind of scarily me because he just likes me so much that I like the filter is kind of gone and I'm just like, I probably should reel this in a little bit, right? Like there's a little piece of me that's like, oh, I should have some filter. But um, 
<laughs> yeah, and it's the same with like higher power, right? Spirit, which is not the humanity, right? It's, there's mm. there doesn't have that humanity piece to the love, and it's like the more is that does that feel accurate or? Yeah, it does. You know what? I think it's it's that conversation that Zah has with everybody is that they only talk to you from the wholeness that they know you to be. So they don't see you as broken or angry or pinning someone down or whatever it is. You know, they, they never, that's, that's a denial of self. So they, they only see you allowing you. And so they only ever talk to you from that whole aspect of you because that's who you are anyway. It's only identity that says I'm this, I'm that, I got to pin someone down or whatever, you know, it's a weird word to use, but I totally understand what they're meaning. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's that sense of connection, that sense of there is there is an energy that recognises my awesomeness, I suppose you could say, right? <laughs> and, and it's not an egotistical awesomeness. No. No. It's and I'm awesome too. Yeah, you're completely awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love this podcast. Oh, I tell you what, it's the best one. <laughs> it's, and it's, I think, you know, it's, it's, so when you start to accept that for yourself, then you don't have to try. It's, you know, I'm trying to be this, I'm trying to manage that, I'm trying to, you know, relationship, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Trying is this revolving door mm-hmm. that, you know, well, I can try, but I've also got the way out, you know, or I can revert back to the old me. The thing is, once you start to work on, it's not even work on. Remember, you, right? Well, yeah, it is. It's remember. And, and something they said the other day was deciding to decide you. Mm. You know, and once, and that's, and that's actually where I am too at the moment, Leslie. I'm deciding to decide me. You know, I'm, I recognise that even that, um, oh, what was it? Uh, it's, that's the other fascinating thing is that you do <laughs> the old stories of you that used to be there, you try to recall them and it's, I, no, I must have just made that up. You know, it's not me. But we change, we change. And, and so when your identity is different, when your sense of self is different, you don't have to try anymore, you just are. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't crawl around on the floor on all fours now because you're not a baby anymore, you know, you're, you're a grown woman and so you are different now to what you were yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Today's <laughs> my birthday. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful journey. Yeah, it really is. Um, so... I have a question about you. Do you yeah. think this would, so what do you think of fate? Right? Like, so what part was you participating? What part was them finally breaking the last rock? What part is it a combination, right? Free will versus, you know, so I'd love to hear your take on that. I'm not a big believer in fate because I think fate has the expression of time connected with it as in that well you know in the future this is going to happen or it had to happen because there there were a lot of paths I could have taken along this journey and paths that I you know from my past from my upbringing 
it's karma, it's fate, it's just what should have been, you know. But I denied all of those because something within me just didn't feel right. And so, so many times the story of what I thought I was or who I thought I was didn't feel right. And so my, if, if I listened to my thinking, then it could have been determined as fate. Well, you were always going to go down that path because look at your family, look at your education, look at this, look at that. Well, that's your story. It's not mine. So, so for me, I don't believe in fate. I think that if we're beings that are, well, Zark calls us beings in the space of becoming, in becoming creation's reflection in the physical, as they describe it. And you must think, I must think, well, if I'm going to be creation's reflection in the physical, that's a complete expression of freedom and compassion right there. So how do I move through that in my world and through my knowing of self? Fate to me is something that would deny me. And, and free, will, free will is also a, a, a scapegoat. It's, it's, it's my sense is about um, responsibility. I used to hate that word responsibility because it would stop me from doing really fun things. Right? Amen. <laughs> yeah. But now looking at my ability to respond, just changing the word around a little bit, mm. and if in order to change my ability to respond to something or to expand something, I need to change again my knowing of self. Mm -hmm. So I can increase my ability via my knowing, then my possibilities of responding are, are um, what's the word, um, limitless. Yeah, that's it. Interesting. So you can, there's nothing, you know, it's, it's, my sense is that after all this, after the 10 years of working with Zah, the cages that we put ourselves in, as soon as I feel a cage, I go, I, that's, that's not a possibility right there. So I think, right, okay, need to change self so I can get rid of that cage because that's not creation's reflection in the physical. That's just denial, denying my identity. How do you do that? How do you change self? It sounds like you just flippantly said, oh, I just changed myself. Oh, I see a cage there, so I just changed myself. What does that look like? Well, it's not, it's not that hard. I know, I know many people, I, I, I'm so, you know, it's, it's, I got to say there are some perks channeling <laughs> energy yeah. uh, because a lot of change happens without me having to do too much. Mm. And, at the same time, what I absolutely find incredibly fascinating is that you, you, you come into alignment with your physical and your energetic. So, so what, what, uh, what I feel is happening is that my energy is, is coming into alignment and it's directionalizing my thinking. And so what that is is that when I'm, when I'm doing writing, so Zah may give us some exercises to do the discovery process, say, which is a, which is a process of discovering um, patterns, old stories. And so as, as you work through that, if I, if I believe in my connection 
with source or creation or higher self, whatever it is, then I'm allowing that to, to channel through me and using my, my heart and my connection to self, I use that to reveal to me my block, you could say. Once, I, once the block is there, I know it will disappear like that because it's living without a past. I don't have to go back and keep digging and digging and digging. They've revealed the block to me. Energy has, source has, I have. The block has been revealed. So now I can go. It doesn't want to stay. I, I really don't believe that, that the blocks and the, and the biases and the things that people have want to be here. If you think it's just an energy created via our thinking, it doesn't need to be here. So when you change that mindset, you keep changing you a lot without even trying a lot of it. So life then becomes simpler. It doesn't become, things don't stick to me. They don't become a part of my identity. I don't, I don't um, okay, it didn't work that way. Let's work this way. Let's do that thing. It's always about possibility. The more possibility I can add into my existence, the more possibility there is. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty complete. Are you feeling complete? Is there anything else you would like to add about your life today and like where you feel you are? Or, because I think, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting, Leslie, after 10 years, I feel like we have only touched the tip of the iceberg crazy as that might might seem uh and i i know that working with this energy is something that i will never stop doing it 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 it's <laughs> this may be the one time when i have become the experience uh and quite happily so um decided to have them become a part of my identity and that identity keeps shifting and changing it it never sits still and and it's one of the things that zar also showed me that connecting with them was they kept changing the rules of how to connect and yeah so that so because they said you know you become fixed what you think is this it has to happen this way energy doesn't work like that We'll keep shifting and playing and shifting and playing. And, you know, you'll, until you get to the space of where you can go, okay, just go now. See ya. And off they go. So what you were saying is when you first started, you had these like rituals or things you had to do to connect to them. And then they started being like, uh, 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 uh. And yeah. you had to let go of your, the limits or the way in which your mind had grabbed a hold of it. And that it is about, I don't know if this is the right word for you, but surrender. Yes, that's right. It's a beautiful word. It was about me getting out of the way because it's, it's the thinking you see. It, it, the, the thinking gets in your way of connecting. And the more I can get rid of that, so I basically just feel. It's the feeling and there they are. It's, it's so instantaneous. Uh, it's, it's, I more and more and more, I let go of my thinking and just connect in with my feeling 
and that allows me to go wherever I need to go. So thank you so, so much for your time today and for telling your story. I really appreciate it. It's been fascinating. And I love that we have Mary's story um, in one episode and then your story, and maybe they both need to come out the same day. I'm not sure, but, and I just love that you're both telling your story and that you guys are married and living this path together and also having a different experience. Thank you so much. It is. It's wonderful. I'm so glad to be sharing it with her. I, I would hate to do this journey by myself. And uh, it's, yeah, it is. It's super special and um, love every minute of it. And so thank you for this opportunity to come and have a chat with you and, and to meet you. I hope we get to see you face to face. I think we might real soon. I just, I have a knowing that I will. It's, that's one of the things I'm not particularly worried about. You guys are coming to the States. You're coming to the West Coast. I can see it clearly. There are yeah. no cages. <laughs> I am living this possibility. Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to yeah. me. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're and so welcome. Yeah. Have a great day. Yes. Thanks, Leslie. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spirituality Out Loud. Be sure to rate us, review us, and like us on Facebook, and share us with your friends.